Good morning, family. Up in Adam, Saturday morning. May God bless you, bless you, and keep you, and make His face shine upon you. Be excited about you, and give you hope and all those powerful things that we need: faith, confidence in Him, confidence in God that He's forgiven us. He's given us, forgiven all our iniquities. He's forgiven all our diseases. He has healed our diseases. Uh, our God has fixed us up, the God of our understanding, which is the same God in the in the big book. And, you know, they didn't have to explain to me uh, God. Or when people say, my God of my understanding, which I call him, I choose to call him God, just something in back of me says, we all know what water looks like. We all can taste water, sense water. When you, it's like Simi saying, I drink water, I like water. That's what I choose. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and open this meeting session with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We're having ourselves some beautiful, lazy, bosa nova, kickback, Saturday morning jazz music vibes from YouTube. Thank you very much. Sure appreciate these... uh, Bozo sounds. When I used to drink, I was the bozo of the, trying to be the bozo of the party. <clears throat> All right, let's go ahead and do our AA daily reflections <clears throat> for December the 4th. Into action. AA is more than a set of principles. It is a society of alcoholics in action. We must carry the message, else we ourselves can wither, and those who haven't been given the truth may die, as Bill sees at page 13. AA is more than a set of principles. It's a society of alcoholics in action. We must carry the message, else we ourselves can wither, wither, and those who haven't been given the truth may die, as Bill sees at page 13. I desperately wanted to live... But if I was to succeed, I had to become active in our God-given program. I joined what became my group, where I opened the hall, made coffee, and cleaned up. I had been sober about three months when an old-timer told me I was doing 12-step work. What a satisfying realization that was. I felt I was really accomplishing something. God has given me a new second chance. AA has shown me the way, and these gifts were not only free, they were also priceless. Now the joy of seeing newcomers grow reminds me of where I have come from, where I am now, and the limitless possibility that lie ahead. I need to attend meetings because they recharge my batteries so that I have light when it is needed. I am still a beginner in the service work, but Already, I am receiving more than I am giving. I can't keep it unless I give it away. 
I am responsible when others reach out for help. I want to be there, sober. Huh. I'm Fernando. I am an alcoholic. A couple of things stood out right here. The value and the beauty of the book as Bill sees it. Page 13. I loan it to uh, a sponsee that's got a year, a student. that I have him uh, recording some of these. Actually, I'm having him record the whole book, my sponsee. I don't see him very much. He's a student. But he, always, he comes around every few months and asks me, what can I do for AA? Uh, so I can get some credits through my college. So I give him a few books for him to uh, record and read and send them to me, and then I post them here. I think you heard him before. It's a young man's name, Jonathan. Um, he has the book. He has my As Bill Sees the book. Um, he says he's not an alcoholic, and I believe him. Um, he was. He got a DUI by, you know, driving home from a influence of a party he's the driver got pulled over got a DUI but he's not drinking and he is sending the message of Alcock Anonymous and reading material and being uh, a good student of the business of the program one of the things that I love about Alcoholic Anonymous is uh, the 12 step work in making coffee and providing uh, chairs. Last night I took four chairs to the park. I, uh, and someone just gave me about 15 chairs. I got to clean them up, paint them up. Plastic chairs are easily to, uh, another member in the program, they're easy to clean up and get ready for uh, a bigger uh, people. We had about uh, 25, 30 people. At the meeting last night, it was cold. It was outside. The ladies that came to talk came dressed up from the Pacific group. You know how very respectful they get dressed up to respect AA. The men put on a tie and suit to respect the honor of AA. That's the way it was always. That's what my sponsor teaches me. Um, that's what I do. You know, when I go to speak, one time I went, was so dressed up, I went to this recovery place, you know, and Overkill. <laughs> but um, the message, uh, passing the message is making it comfortable for the newcomer to receive the message from the speakers. And the four chairs that I took, I said, I, it, if I will build it, they will come. Usually I bring four chairs and only two of them get used. Uh, there are benches over there, but they're pretty hard. And sure enough, one of the ladies came. She's all dressed up. She's got high heels. She goes, I need to sit down. And I had one of the plastic white chairs. It was perfect for her. She sat down and she gave us her story. I was glad I was able. So I believe God has put uh, happiness and joy in service work. It's just universities, like I said before, universities have done studies and find out that the people that, that give two, three hours a week of community service, <clears throat> happier, have lower blood pressure, better self-esteem, make more money, travel. Hey, <laughs> good looking. I'm joking. But it keeps us from being mad. It keeps us from being spinning off the handle. Um, when I used to drink, I used to, it was in about my early 20s, and uh, I had uh, responsibilities, I had a job, and 
I've, I met drinkers in the job and I started drinking and messing up. Uh, the point I'm making is that when they would drop me off at home, my buddies would come over when we drink and I got two kids and a wife at home. They didn't. <laughs> I had more responsibility than them. And at drunk, I used to jump up and down when they dropped me off on the car, on the grass, and tell them, we got to be grounded. Somehow, someway, we need to be grounded and, and, and have... What I was saying to them is that we need to have a set of principles to live by. Men need a set of principles to believe in. Women, <clears throat> women need a set of principles to believe in. Because of Alcoholic Anonymous, <clears throat> it had taken away all the ones I knew from school, from grade school, from family. Alcohol did what it was supposed to do, clean the slate, help me to forget everything. I didn't, when I came to AA, I was freshly to learn something new. If I was willing, when I was ready, the teacher showed up. I didn't have nowhere to go. That was, I had enough sense to say that there's life here, there's death out there. There's life in here. There is raining um, acid and and there rocks and craziness out there. This place is a safe place. That's the first instinct I had about AA, and I didn't want what I was getting anymore. I was so I'm very happy to be here. Thank you very much for listening to my ranting. 24 hours little book so I urge you to be of service I urge you to get into uh, making the coffee bringing the chairs I take the podium to the park the speaker system make the coffee Uh, someone else brings the pizza isn't that nice and someone brings the uh, little cakes um but be, I do it because I live close by and I'm retired. Most of the guys are working and I live far away. So it's a pretty good combination. I'm refired, by the way. 24-hour little book. If we allow an alcoholic thought to lodge in our minds for any length of time, we're in danger of having to slip. Therefore, we must dispel such thoughts at once by refusing their admittance and by immediately putting constructive thoughts in their place. Remember, the alcohol is poison to you. Remember that it is impossible for you to drink normally. Remember that one drink will lead to others and you will eventually be drunk. Remember what happens to you in the past as a result of your drinking. Think of every reason you have learned in AA for not taking that drink. Fill your mind with constructive thoughts. Am I keeping my thoughts constructive? Meditation for the day. Always seek to set aside the valuations of the world that seem wrong and try to judge only by those valuations that seem right to you. Be one of those who, though sometimes scoffed at, have a serenity and peace of mind that the scoffers never know. Be one that the band who feel the divine principle in the universe Though he be often rejected because he cannot be seen. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may not heed too much the judgment of the world. I pray that I may test things by what seems right to me. Uh, 
Remember thanking God for that thought of drinking. Thanking God for the thought of uh, arguing and uh, and mad at somebody. Discouragement. Uh, just keep your slate clean. That's what I try to do. Try to keep my clay sling. Thank you, God. Pray for the person. doesn't work all the time. I'm not going to be perfect, but I keep trying it over and over again. Sometimes I regret the things I say. I say that was uh, greedy or that was vengeful or... You know, and um, so I just want to thank God for the people that that bug me. Then I keep moving forward towards the price, right? Just like the battery, we got to have a negative side. So thank God for our thoughts. That's the commitment I'd like to ask you to make with me. Let us make a commitment, have a pact that we will refuse to entertain evil, destructive thoughts, hatred, drinking, brawling. Well, how are we going to knock them off our mind? We're going to start talking to the thought. Say, thank you, thought. Thank you for that thought. Uh, you just reminded me to thank God for you. Just, You just remind me to thank the Lord, to thank my higher power. As soon as you become grateful, those things disappear. Some, most of them disappear. But if they keep coming back, it's because it's lodged in subconsciously. Well, there's a devil in there. And you got to go after it by keep thanking God. Write it down. I am easily and happily thanking God for my good thoughts. I am easily and happily being grateful. When you put the word I am, it triggers every DNA in your body and even your soul. Just like uh, there's, a, there's a prayer. It's called Psalm 23. It's very famous. And it says, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leaves me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for the Lord is right beside me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. The Lord has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord has anointed my head with oil, my cup run it over. Surely goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. You notice that in the prayer it said he makes me lie down in green pastures. That's grounding, folks. Uh, Bees me besides the still waters. That's even more grounding. When you have dirt with water mixed together by the shore, the uh, the free electrons that are pulling the, uh, the static electricity out of your body, and it has something to do with the soul. You know, and maybe there's the connection there, you know, that the soul is made right. He restores my soul. The soul gets tired. The soul needs to stop and thank God and intermediate um, stopping throughout the day and and restoration and acknowledge God and ground yourself. Uh, it's been there for thousands of years, grounding, that the God has put it into the earth. 
You know, it's kind of like Mother Earth. You're just pulling all your hurts and re- and resetting us to get out there and 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 be gladiators, glad eaters, gladiators. I love you. Let's pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back, family. Greetings, Saturday morning. God bless you. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. We're going to be honoring Elnon this morning. So let's go ahead. I am a grateful member of Elnon. Let's go ahead and say the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to change, to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. God, grant me. You know, a grant, we don't have to pay back a grant. God is like the electrons that come from the earth. They're free, like the sun. The, it stimulates the uh, the endorphins. It stimulates the vitamin D, the skin. We don't have to pay back the, the all the water we can drink, the beautiful, clean water, restoration. All the love and the uh, and the friendship of God. By thanking Him for our problems, why would there be a God that uh, is over our heads? A lot of us don't understand Him, so we rebel because He's just right over our heads all the time, you know? Sees everything we do. And we think by being mad at Him, He's going to go away. And then we we get mad at others. Best thing is to do is to surrender. Let go and let God say, Thank you, God. Um, this is what you have, your creation. Now work with it. You promised. I'll give you some time. I'll give you some time for you to talk to me, and I'll write it down. I'll have sharp pencil and paper ready, God. I'll, I'm going to sit over here for an hour or two on Saturday morning and wait for your instructions. <clears throat> you know, when I look back in the 80s, when I first started running after God, and I stopped drinking, and I started... Uh, reading a lot if I would have done just what I told you right now instead of just spinning and spinning and going and going and going and and, uh, having so much uh, electromagnetic frequencies going through my head so much uh, and not doing Psalm 23 grounding myself like Psalm 23 says it says the Lord is my shepherd uh, my guide I shall not want. I have everything I need in some translation that says. He makes me lie down in green pastures. That's grounding, folks. Lying down in green pastures is grounding. Oh, boy. You know, I just sleeping last night thinking about Psalm 23 and thinking about the studies I've been doing on the video grounding with Clint Ober on YouTube is I'm I'm getting it closer and closer to my heart and I'm thinking wow I should be able to go door to door and ask the people are you grounded why aren't you not grounding we it's in the Bible 
Psalm 23, the Lord is my guide, my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, you're away from what is not want. Uh, Virus-free, danger-free, pestilence, war, I shall not want. He makes me lie down. He's going to make you, folks, lie down on green pastures. Boy, you know what discipline is, listening to this and acting on the information. That's wisdom. Knowledge is receiving it now, but then wisdom is kicking it in and actually implementing Getting, getting my sorry butt out in the grass, put my feet and get my good book and record from there uh, or wait upon God. If I, Back to the 80s. If I would have waited more on God, I wouldn't have missed the things he told me. He told me some very life-changing, pertinent things. I would hear the uh, angels talk to me. They would tell me what town to live in. They would tell me who to marry. They would tell me um, uh, what work to do? Angels. I would hear these voices. Uh, well, I got one out of three good. <laughs> I waited too long on the other ones. and uh, But it's never too late. You know, you just thank God and His GPS reroutes us. Rerouting, rerouting, you know. And, and every blessing that He's meant for us is still there. <clears throat> hoovering over our heads. Hoovering in the spirit. Hoovering, hoovering. So that's good to know. You say, well, really, Fernando? Uh, you know, I was promised I was going to be a good pilot. And I'm over here going to be 70 years old. My heart can't take, you know, a landing and, and learning airplanes. Not at this age. You have to start at 20 to learn how to drive a pilot, <clears throat> Lear jets and stuff. Really? I don't know about that. He can hire a good pilot and he can uh, show you the fundamentals. Oh boy. Here we go. I got off the subject and I forgot what I was doing. I'm Fernando. I am a grateful member of Elon. Our reading for today is December 4th from Courage to Change. In the past, many of us learned to make choices strictly on the basis of our feelings. As if feelings were facts. If we were frightened about taking a certain action, for example, then it was at best avoided. There was no middle ground and no room for more than one feeling at a time. Part of Al-Anon recovery involves learning that feelings aren't facts. I am a complex, fascinating human being with a wide range of emotions, experiences, and thoughts. There is more to my identity than one feeling or another, one problem or another. I am a wealth of contradictions. I can value all of my feelings without allowing them to dictate my actions. Today, I can feel anger towards someone and still love them. I can feel afraid of new experiences, yet move forward through them. I can survive being hurt without giving up on love. I can experience sadness and still be confident that I will be happy again. Today's reminder. Today I am learning to embrace my complexities and contradictions and to be grateful for the richness they bring. And the quote today is from Rose McCauley, 
Life, for all its agonies, is exciting and beautiful, amusing and artful and endearing. And whatever is to come after it, we shall not have this life again. Life, for all its agonies, is exciting and beautiful, amusing and artful and endearing. And whatever is to come after it, we shall not have this life again. Woo! Heavy duty, huh? All right, let's move on here to our next book. You guessed it, one day at a time. I'm listening to um, Christmas Jazz 2021 YouTube instrumental. Winner Music's Best Songs Cover Collection. About 3,000 of us are listening to it right now throughout the world. Isn't that cool? December the 4th. Some of us come to Elanon to find out why the alcoholic drinks. We're afraid it's because he doesn't love me anymore or because something we have done or are doing is upsetting him and making him drink. We are much relieved to learn that alcoholism is an illness. It is also helpful, however, to know that the very thing we have been doing may have hindered recovery from this illness. With the best of intentions, we have been trying to cure it by treating it as deliberately, willfully, and wicked. We are told that anything we do to humiliate and blame the alcoholic only increases his guilt or reinforces his claim that we are at fault. This teaches us the immense value of hands-off policy. It is hard to come by, but it works wonders. Folks, it is hard to come by, but it works wonders. When will we take advice? When will we be prudent, knowledgeable, and courageous and not be a wimp? When? Today's reminder, I will not waste thought on exploring the reasons why the alcoholic drinks. Elanon answers that I can cope with my problems effectively by changing my thinking about them, correcting my own mistakes, attitudes, and allowing the alcoholic to take care of his own problems. I will not waste thought on exploring the reasons why the alcoholic drinks, okay? Elanon answers that I can cope with my problems effectively by changing my thinking about them, correcting my own mistakes, mistaken attitudes, and allowing the alcoholic to take care of his own challenges. I ask God to help keep me on the course that will change my life for the better. I ask God, and sometimes some roughage is God's way of... of, uh, getting somebody answering someone's prayer like me deeper into the mud so your muscles get stronger from struggling okay i'm gonna get the next book it's called hope for today our newest kid on the block hope for today 
God for these wonderful letters people wrote in. I came into Elanon many years ago filled with resentment toward my spouse for leaving me to raise our son alone. There I met people that just like me who helped me find a sponsor, learn to accept, to detach, and to work the steps. There I met people that helped me, that just like me, who helped me find a sponsor, learn to accept, learn to detach, and learn to work the steps. I learned that alcoholism is a disease associated with certain behaviors. I slowly realized my spouse's leaving me was not a result of anything I had done or failed to do. I kept coming back to Alan, and not one thing has changed regarding the situation that brought me here in the first place. The, the spouse of my boy still drinks and still chooses to have a to not have a relationship with his family. The, the boy is now 21 years old and is starting to experience with alcohol. His drinking is beginning to affect his life, a clue that he may be traveling down his father's path. What has changed, though, is me. Now it takes me only one day instead of years to get to a meeting. My sponsor helps is only a phone call away. I find experience, strength, and hope Experience, strength, and hope, which are valuable in the program literature. I no longer respond to my son's struggle by denying or enabling. The most significant benefit of Elanon is that we still have a loving relationship no matter where he is with his problem or where I am with my program. <laughs> Thoughtful today. Can I maintain my program while a loved one continues drinking? Without Elanon, I might never have tapped into that grace and the ability to love myself and other people. Exactly where we are at this minute is time. From Survival to Recovery, page 196-197. Without Elanon, I might never have tapped into that grace and the ability to love myself and other people. Exactly where we are at this minute in time. And you are right here at this minute in time. Enjoying these beautiful literature with me. Thank you so much. Have a restful day today. Remember to ground yourself. See the grounding movie on YouTube and look at Dr. Berg on any minerals. If you're if you're getting chilled you probably have a mineral deficiency of zinc or iron or something. Uh, take a look at Dr. Berg and mineral deficiencies. Um, anything that bugs you, look at YouTube. And look at Clint Over on YouTube on grounding. If you have a lot of anxiety and, and you have a lot of electronics around you in front of the computer, in front of the TV, look at Clint Over. It would behoove us to study these things you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day for the rest of our lives, folks. And, of course, stay with me for the rest of our lives. All right, let's go ahead and pray out. We'll pray with the Our Father, please. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working, folks. Greetings, family. Please enjoy this music while I get another cup of coffee. Good day, mate.
Uh, <clears throat> right, I'm back. Thank you so much for listening to the music. That music is from YouTube, and it's called uh, Saturday Morning Jazz, Beautiful, Lazy, Bosa Nova Jazz Music Vibes. Whew, it's about 5,000 of us are listening to it. Good stuff for Saturday morning. Let's see, I'm going to quote a few uh, humorous quotes for you for your day. Okay. Um, Laughter is the closest distance between two people. This is by Victor Borg. And Charlie Chaplin said, A day without laughter is a day wasted. E.E. Cummings said, The most wasted of all days is one without laughter. Here's some other people. I don't know who they are. Clive James. Common sense and a sense of humor are the same thing. Moving at different speeds. A sense of humor is just common sense dancing. A sense of humor is just common sense dancing. And Stephen Wright said, Everywhere is within walking distance. If you have the time. Everywhere. Hmm. Jennifer Jones said, if you could choose one characteristic that would get you through life, choose a sense of humor. Hug Day said, a sense of humor is needed armor. Joy in one's heart and some laughter on one's lips is a sign that the person down deep has a pretty good grasp of life. Of life. A sense of humor is needed armor. Joy in one's heart and some laughter on one's lips is a sign that the person deep down is pretty well squared away in life. E.B. White said, Analyzing humor is like dissecting a frog. Few people are interested and the frog dies of it. Milton Burley said, laughter is an instant vacation. Edward D. Bono said, humor is far the most significant activity of the human brain. Woo, that's huge. Will Rogers, everything is funny as long as it's happening to someone else. (laughs) Michael J. Fox said, I think the scariest person in the world is a person with no sense of humor. Whoa, you can't trust those guys, huh? Francis Bacon said, Imagination was given to a man to compensate him for what he is not. A sense of humor to counsel him for what he is. Wow. I'll put that in my tea and drink it. Now, what happened to the music? Let me see if I can find the music, guys. Where'd it go? Let me give you another quote while the music is firing up. Here we go again. <laughs> Irma Bombeck. Remember Irma Bombeck? She made a lot of books in the 60s, 70s, I believe. There is a thin line that separates laughter and pain, comedy and tragedy, humor and hurt. Now, she reminds me of, of Martha 
Thatcher, the uh, prime minister for England, because they were both moms. They both had a lot of kids at home. They both had to be geniuses in running their home with the love they had for their children and their husband. And they used comedy. So Emma Bombeck, or Irma Bombeck, she uh, and, uh, and Martha Thatcher, reading their material, uh, just brought the same thing at home to, the, to a country. Irma brought it to uh, seminars, books, and, um, and just take using humor to help people relieve their pain. She says, there is a thin line that separates laughter and pain, comedy and tragedy, humor and hurt. That's very deep, guys, very deep. Let's go ahead and trace her, see what else she has to say. Um, Here's some more quotes. It takes a lot of courage to show your dreams to someone else. Irma Bombeck. Never go to the doctor whose office plans have died. <laughs> or the doctor has died. Irma Bombay. Dreams have only one owner at a time. That's why dreamers are lonely. Emma Bombeck. That goes to one point. Don't share your dreams till you accomplish them. That will secure your dream. I know from experience, guys. Don't share your dreams until you accomplish them. You'll lose friends. <laughs> if you can't make it better, you can laugh at it. Emma Bombeck. If you can't make it better, you can laugh at it. I laugh at myself all the time, folks. Emma Bombeck says, When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Beautiful, 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 huh? When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Emma Bombeck. Thank you, Emma. Don't confuse fame with success. Madonna is one. Helen Keller is the other. Don't confuse fame with success. I'll tell you the truth, that goes right over my head. I'm a little sleepy. I don't have time to think about that. I'll I'll have to bring it on my pocket later and go over it. So some of you got that right away. So I want to thank you for your sharpness and your keen sense of humor and your patience, your ability to hang in there with me this far. Emma Bombeck says, Guilt, the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Guilt, the gift that keeps on giving. Wow. Isn't that the truth, huh? Emma Bombeck, Irma says, The only reason I would like to take up jogging is so that I could hear heavy breathing again. (laughs) A grandmother pretends she doesn't know who you are on Halloween. I didn't get that one either. Well, mothers can get it, huh? Nothing in life is to be feared. Okay, let's move on. This is Marie Curie. I read her book. Nothing, or biography, short biography. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. 
Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. Hmm. I go right over my head. Caesar Paves, we do not remember days, we remember moments. Beautiful. George Bernard Shaw said, Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Isn't that what we're doing here? We're having a moment with these words. Don't go through life. Grow through life. Beautiful. Eric Butterworth. What a last name. Butterworth. And Buddha. I don't know who he is. Do not dwell in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. And Fernando says, Thank God for the past. Thank God for the future. And thank God on what's happening today. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Okay, I read that. Now, the truth is, you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Life is, cr- is a crazy right, and nothing is guaranteed. Well, you know what? I don't know about that. When I used to pray for a week uh, ahead of time or pray for a situation ahead of time, um, easy does it. Well, you know, like I had a job interview. I had to go to my first days of work or a test or something that's coming up, if I would pray for it, I know what's going to happen from experience is that God is easy. God goes before me one step at a time. Easy does it. And it, and I can see his, his presence work on that situation. Life is a dream for the wise, a game for the for the fool, a comedy for the rich, and a tragedy to the, for the poor. Okay, we need to uh, back up here and go back to Emma Bombeck. Well, one more. Bob Marley said, open your eyes, look within. Are you satisfied with the life you're living? Are you satisfied? That's where thanking God for the past, <clears throat> present, and future helps us to, to live in the now, to live happily, joyous, and free. Um, <clears throat> a couple of more. Sister Teresa of Avila said, For prayer is nothing else than being on terms of friendship with God. Oh, that's so cool, huh? For prayer is nothing else than being on terms of friendship with God. <clears throat> Isaac Beshebi Singer said, Life is God's novel. Let him write it. Life is God's novel. That's where the word history comes from. Is his Tory. Tory is uh, history. His Tory. It belongs to God. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Gart Brooks. Lawrence Welk said, Never trust anyone completely but God. Love people, but put your full trust or confidence, I say confidence, only in God. You know, just put your confidence in God, and when other people try to uh, hurt you and mistreat you and everything, 
Uh, we have a shield. You have a shield around you. William Penn said, Men must be governed by God or they will be ruled by tyrants. Woo, that is so cool. William Penn said that, guys. This site right here is called Brainy Quote, and I can actually go and get more of uh, William Penn by clicking on the right. Let's go over there and see what else he said he had to say. Um, he was an English leader, October 14, 1654 to July 1718. That's when he lived. Govern, rule. Um, another quote by him is, Right is right, even if everyone is against it. And wrong is wrong, even if everyone is for it. William Penn. That's so true. That's why we want to thank God when it's wrong. And only our Father can make it right for us. Okay, Even if we're the ones doing it and keep doing it over and over again. We thank God. Time is what we want most, but what we use worst. William Penn. <laughs> Time is what we want most, but we, what we use worst. YouTube, Netflix, um, football. William Penn said, Patience and diligence, like fate, remove mountains. Patience and diligence. Wow. I can put that on my tea and drink it. Patience and diligence. Knowledge is the treasure of a wise man. William Penn. Knowledge is the treasure of a wise man. It's always hard to put a pin on those words, especially when you say wisdom is the action of knowledge or something like that. You know, in the book of Proverbs, it says wisdom is a dancing friend right next to you. Humorous, loving. Wisdom is probably the one that has the, uh, the humor. William Penn says, <clears throat> the jealous are troublesome to others, <clears throat> but a torment to themselves. The jealous, <clears throat> that is so true, that statement right there. Someone came up to me in the... 12-step meeting and said, that guy's jealous over you because he keeps <clears throat> trying to get you mad with his statements, you know. <clears throat> the jealous are troublesome to others, but a torment to themselves. Wow. Torment. God bless them. May they be relieved of their... Thank God for their jealousy. <clears throat> William Penn, for death is no more than a turning of us over from time to eternity. For death is no more than a turning of us over from time to eternity. I don't understand that one. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> William Penn says, a true friend freely advises justly, assists readily, adventures boldly, takes all patiently, defends courageously, and continues a friend unchangeably. Wow. A true friend, a true friend freely, a true friend freely, advises justly, assists readily, adventures boldly, takes all patience, 
takes all patiently, defends courageously, and continues a friend unchangeably. Wow, what's the what's the thing behind it? Love, God. Do you have a friend like that? You're lucky. I have a friend like that. A compadre. And we've known each other since we were 17 years old, working for Foster Farm for the chicken plant in the San Joaquin Valley, moving trucks or hanging chickens. And True silence is the rest of the mind and is to the spirit what sleep is to the body. Nourishment and refreshment. Wow. There it is, folks. True silence is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Resting our feet and our hands on the grass, sitting on the grass for a half hour, and rest the mind for an hour. And is to the spirit what sleep is to the body, nourishment and refreshment. William Penn. Only trust yourself and another shall not betray thee. Only have confidence in the God that's inside you, Fernando says. And another shall not betray thee. You know, that trust has to be inside of us. That confidence has to be inside that God is living inside of us. We're good with God because we're thanking Him for our problems, our character defects. We're thanking Him. And he gives us that confidence that it's okay. I'm working on it. Even though it's wrong right now, I'm working on it. You say, oh, no, no. Well, then you say, I start playing God when I try to figure out how God works. God doesn't like for him to be figured out how he works. He likes to do things miraculously, surprisingly, you know, coincidentally, anonymously. So let's play his game. So I trust infinite God, like Big Book says. And I just love others. Who said that? Love others and trust infinite God inside you. Loving others is, is different than expecting and setting people up on a pedestal or in that nature. William Penn, uh, avoid popularity, talking about pedestals. Avoid popularity. It has many snares and no real benefits. Whoa. In marriage, do thou be wise. Prefer the person before money. Virtue before beauty. The mind before the body. Then thou hast a wife, a friend, a companion, a second self. <laughs> a second self. Isn't that awesome? Wow, I like this guy, William Penn. He that goes does good for good's sake seeks neither paradise nor reward, but he is sure of both in the end. William Penn. He that does good, he that acts in good manner for, for the sake of good, seeks neither paradise nor reward, but he is sure of both in the end. Beautiful, beautiful. No guys acting in love, right? I just do good for good's sake. <clears throat> you know, not seeking neither paradise nor a reward. But the fact is that I'm, <clears throat> I, uh, I've been given an eternal ticket through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to go to the heavens 
and he's made that shit real to me that anything I do over here is just <clears throat> out of kindness nothing to fear nothing missing nothing broken the word shalom William Penn the tallest trees are most in the power of the winds and ambitious men of the blast of fortune wow the tallest trees are most in the power of the winds. They shine their best, get cleaned up when the powerful winds hit the tallest trees. And ambitious men, the same thing. The blast of fortune, they grow taller, wiser, and stronger. Whoo! Humility and knowledge in poor, in poor clothes excel pride and ignorance in costly attire, William Penn. Humility and knowledge in poor clothing is better than pride and ignorance in costly attire. Pride and ignorance. How much time we see that, you know? William Penn. For death is no more than a turning of us over from time to eternity. For death is just merely a turning point where we go from time to eternity. You know, one thing about these guys, they had a lot of time to contemplate and read and be close to God. So this is the spirit of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God, that he comes up with such knowledgeable words put together, uh, Proverbs, just like King Solomon. And we have our own Proverbs. I usually say, give them heaven. Um, William Penn says, the jealous are troublesome to others, but a torment to themselves. Okay, we read that one. Okay, three more, two more, one more, and I'm gone. Oh, I ain't got no more. That's it. All right, have a good time. Thank you. 30 minutes already just flew right by. Uh, remember, William Penn said, men must be governed by God or they will be ruled by tyrants. Have your choice, William Penn.